navigating through the tricky waters of dating and relationships, while sustaining a positive mindset can be challenging. In a world dominated by social media, ever-growing sexual desires, and underlining insecurities, as founder of Lipstick Stain Passport, I'm on a mission to expose and identify the core principles and bitter truths of the dating world. Travel through the highs and lows with me, Robert Van Tromp, as I highlight and discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. First and foremost, as I said, thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, I, I, well, I mean, I had a, a long look over your profile and um, I loved, do you know what it was? I loved the term man funnel. <laughs> and it's one an area that's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I think it's one of, those, one of those terms which you look at and you think, I actually would love to know more about that because I'm trying to work out how, how, how man funnel has come to play. Do you know what you said? I mean, I'm just like, it's, <laughs> but I think it's, it's very, it's, it's very mysterious. And, um, I guess first and foremost, I would love to know your transition from sales. I've done a bit of research on you, Megan research, uh, sorry, your transition from sales through to now, I guess, playing a pivotal role for females, um, finding, I guess at the term you used a higher quality of man, <laughs> a high quality of man, um, and also being successful in the dating world. So, how has that transition been for you and how have you found it so far? Well, that was a lot of different questions. Uh, I will <laughs> say that the man funnel came about because it was just, I, my friends would come and complain to me about men. And I realized that women, including myself, cause I had done this for so many years and then I had uh, realization that it wasn't serving me. We harp over these men. We get attached. Women are really designed to latch on and we get attached and we really have to fight a battle in our, in our heads where we get a singular focus. And I saw this happen to me for years over a particular man. And then later men who really weren't coming toward me or didn't want the same thing. And I would always be wondering how I could improve myself or be better to be more noticeable, be more perfect or be more X, Y, and Z. Uh, I realized that there's something about the biology of women that keep us moving toward a man with this laser focus. And we could then wake up five, five years later and realize we've spent the best years of our lives obsessing over someone who's like giving us just scraps and crumbs. So that realization that I had for myself and my ability to shift that um, based on some mindsets that I learned in my career through sales really changed everything from, from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. Nice. So, so did that. The, the man model <laughs> yeah. can be a metaphor yeah. for so many things in in one's life. Interesting. And I think I think first and foremost, the fact that you've had experience of, I guess, seeing. I don't want to use the word dark side of men. That's uh, that's probably <laughs> a really bad bad <laughs> way to put it. But you've seen. Uh, you've, I guess you've experienced some struggles of of maybe wishing you had spent your time elsewhere. Um, is was that fair to say? A thousand percent. Yeah. And this is one of the main things that 
angers me the most about dating and what angers me is my passion and mm. why I do this. So I see women just going along with how they feel inside, although it is um, sending them in the wrong direction. And that's very confusing. It's very confusing to want to trust your heart or your intuition. But oftentimes it's we need to realize that there's chemicals in the body that are causing you to attach. And that's for the benefit of our um, species, but that doesn't mean it's benefiting you and your life and your timeline. Nice. Uh, that's a really good point. And when you, when you take these, these, these women through, I guess the, the man funnel, as you, as you call it, is there, what are the kind of the, the common mistakes that you see, you see women making when it comes to dating? The biggest mistake that I'm trying to shed light on Robert is over commitment. Okay. Now again, please elaborate we, Megan. <laughs> pardon me. I said, please elaborate on that. So <laughs> yeah. The same, the reason for that I just shared about our, our body chemistry and um, oxytocin in particular which floods the body and it's that attachment hormone. That's what it's known as. It can steer us toward committing to someone and getting really excited and attached to a particular person before we know that that person um, is in our best interest. I attribute this to the way people are dating today. They're dating in what um, I call the linear fashion where they're swiping, swiping, swiping. <laughs> they're trying to find someone that they like. Mm. And then when they like that person, they just go all in so quickly, like with blinders on, yeah. they don't qualify the person over time, which is really the main shift. The difference between the man funnel model of dating is that they're just intelligently qualifying people over time before allowing themselves to get attached. I see. And, and I think what you're saying essentially there is when we go on these dating apps, we are, we're, I like the term you use of over committing. We are giving everything. We're showing all our cards essentially. Uh, and we're giving someone everything without really understanding and qualifying that person, even whether they're even a good fit for us moving forward. Absolutely. And yeah. you hit the second mistake, which is showing our cards. Now it's not necessarily about showing our cards it's a step further than that where women are um, and they're doing this without realizing it, but they may be demonstrating. So they may be demonstrating what a good girlfriend that they would be. And they're overgiving in a way that is um, it's like, he may not be aware of this, but he may feel at some point that he's like, I'm not deserving of this. We're not there yet in the yeah. relationship. Can you relate to that? What are your thoughts about that? I, I, I mean, I find it really interesting because when you talk about these these qualifying steps for for women to take when it comes to men, what what's if, if for example, if you were to walk me through an A to Z, I don't want to call it a dating process, but I guess it makes it sound incredibly business like. But essentially, a dating process. The A to Z, <laughs> it, I guess, is is the well, the man funnel from A to Z. What are the key areas for you? That you would say, Robert, these are the, the these are the parts in which we would would qualify, you know, every single time when speaking to women. 
Well, let me preface this by saying that I want the women to take some of the romance out of it. So like you were just saying, uh, it sounds really businesslike. Well, guess what? If you're just jumping in without intention, you're going to get wishy-washy results. Wishy-washy intention equal wishy-washy results. The romance is coming, but save it for someone who you know has your heart in mind, your best Mm. interest in mind. Don't be romantic before the union um, makes any sense or before the relationship has any legs. That's what I'm urging them to do. So the process of the man funnel would start with, number one, dating yourself. Interesting. Okay. And... I mean, what do you mean by that? So is that basically putting yourself as a priority and seeing the the, the goodness in yourself first and foremost before looking at it in someone else? There's a lot of that, but in particular, what I mean, and we help through our signature process, the person goes through a whole section of work called Date Yourself, where they are learning about their inner world in a way that they probably have never done before. They probably never looked within in this way and explored. For example, here's one example. A lot of people are listing their qualities, Robert, of what they're looking for. And then they go out and find the qualities, but then they're not satisfied. Why? Because they're missing something really big. That is how they want to feel in their relationship. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So So I want you to have that in your criteria. How do I want to feel in the relationship? For example, I want to feel adored or safe. Okay. And I want to feel serene and calm, Mm. right? But instead they're searching for these qualities and then they latch onto a quality, multiple qualities that a guy has. And they're like, but I like him. And then like, well, how let's check back to your module one. How did you want to feel? And how do you feel with this person? And they realize there's that discrepancy. Interesting. And and that's a common area that people miss off, I guess, when they first, I guess, I can imagine, I can almost have a kind of a, an imagination of what it would be like when a, a female would come to you and list out what their their qualities are that they want or they would like to have, I guess, whether it be physical or or personality based. I, can, I almost can see what that, that and how difficult your job must be at times to kind of get through to them exactly where they should be looking at and they should kind of ignore certain parts of what they maybe initially wanted to start off with. I think that I do want my clients to make a tall order because I know that they can have what they want. Okay. But as long as you are feeling this, the way you want to feel, maybe you can flex on, Oh, is he five, 10 or above? You know, women can get really strict about external things, especially with dating online. People are so the, the external is all at their fingertips and we're trying to help them understand that that's not what's going to make them feel good and happy in the long term of their relationship. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, well, I guess now you're saying it, when you talked about the the qualification, it's, it's incredibly important and something that we probably underestimate, I think actually when we, we are speaking to, well, for my sake, when we're speaking to females, and dating, you never, you never think about exactly the bigger picture. You you only see what's in front of you, right? <laughs> you never think about how you want that person to make you feel or, you know, moving forward. Do I genuinely see a future with them? It's only about the immediate term. And what I want to talk about is 
today, um, I've, I've actually labelled this particular discussion, called it the minefield of dating. <laughs> talking to it <laughs> and talking to a dating expert, it seemed absolutely fitting. And really, the, the basis of this podcast is not only just about dating relationships or and careers or whatever it may be or travel. It's really about the influence of mental health as well and. And how that has a play um, and is fundamental in terms of dating and finding the right person. Um, could you elaborate a bit more on that? And in terms of the, the, I guess the, the information and the support that you give these females when when referring back to that particular area. Everyone in in life can probably relate to the feelings of anxiety that can come up somewhere in the dating process right? That comes up when we are feeling uncertain about where we stand, which in order to get to intimacy, we all must face these moments of uncertainty. People who are not ready to walk through that fear, like feel feel that fear and do it anyway, (laughs) are the ones who hold intimacy at an arm's length without realizing it. Right. When we face falling in love, our frontal lobe becomes um, like 80% less effective and our brain essentially starts to behave or starts to exhibit OCD um, symptoms and thought processes as well. So somebody who has a good handle on their impulsiveness and their intrusive thoughts will still have a challenge as they are essentially approaching the rabbit hole of intimacy, as I call it. Interesting. So if if someone already has challenges, mental health challenges, imagine, you know, how they can be exacerbated by, by this challenging process of finding love, falling in love and maintaining a relationship. Dating and relationships are not for the faint of heart. No, absolutely. I mean, I think, as you said at the start, obviously having that experience, I, I can definitely speak speak for myself as well. And that it's it's not always um, a smooth road. It's, it's, it's it can be incredibly rocky at times. I think it's fair to say, <laughs> very rocky. Yeah. So I imagine so many of you are nodding your heads right now, and I've been there. I know how difficult it can be. And through the process, we offer many tools to help you. Uh, stay the course and to maintain your peace within Mm. during this process. We also help you with ways to approach things and scripts that truly mitigate the risks. Although, as I had said before, Robert, you must take a risk. You must ultimately put yourself out there in a vulnerable position to get to the other side of intimacy. Really interesting, and, and I guess it's it we can we can use that and transfer that into a lots of lots of different walks of life because of what the classic saying is you know progress ha- happens outside your comfort zone right and I think that kind of ties in with the element of fear you almost need that element of risk in order to benefit from the choices you're making right absolutely and 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 I have to ask you I have to ask you Megan so we talked about man funnel do you ever think there could be a woman funnel. It absolutely could be. Men generally do this naturally. So it's the women that <laughs> oh, <right. Okay. laughs> that so, need instruction because women 
get that laser focus, we feel it in our bones that like, oh, this person is right for us. Mm. And it's very hard to maintain an objective viewpoint about the people who are coming into your life. Yeah. And you think, do you think men naturally fall into this qualifying, almost qualifying mode when in, when, when I guess dealing with different females in terms of finding out what they like? Do you think that men are naturally more, more inclined to do that? Women feel that getting into a, a boyfriend, girlfriend situation is a win for them. Mm. Okay? And I do a lot of talking, uh, helping them understand how it's not a win. Men naturally want, seem to want to delay that exclusivity process. Now, when they really like someone though, of course they can also get attached and get a laser focus. And sometimes when they do going back to that, uh, primal hunters, um, um, <laughs> way of life that's yeah. still within their DNA yeah. it can be really hard for a man to, um, get over someone that he has fallen for. Cause when he falls, he falls hard. Interesting. Okay. And, and, and you're going from not probably not your own experience, but also experience of your clients as well. I've had a couple of clients in the past year, males and boy, were they, when they had made a decision that they loved this woman. I mean, it was very challenging to move, to move through it. Um, but they were able to, I think women yeah. are also accustomed to a bit more heartbreak and, uh, along the, the, the path of finding their person. I see. Okay. Well, I, I definitely, you've definitely given me a new insight on the, of the man funnel. I mean, that's, I'm definitely going to, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to say try it out, but I'm definitely want to know more about it. And I'm definitely going to be keep, keeping up to date with the profile. And for, always to finish off with um, a few games, I play with every single um individual I, I say i say games <laughs> but the first one the first one is a squid game theme and every time i mention that they're always like what have i signed up here i'm like it's not I'm a, like the <laughs> only person in the world who hasn't seen squid games but bring it on robert whoa megan you first and foremost you haven't watched squid games we'll we talk about that another time <laughs> okay i only read personal development so, okay yeah. but anyway there there is a there is a thing. <laughs> there is, I mean, all I'm going to say is I hope you're watching other stuff that is better than Squid Games on Netflix. <laughs> if money heist is in there, fair enough. <laughs> okay, but basically, in Squid Games, there's a thing called red light, green light, and I'm transferring that into the podcast today, and we're talking about green flag, red flag. Okay, so I want you to give me an idea of what you think are two green flag moments and two red flag moments. For if I was a, a, I was a female client, I was coming to you and I asked you, what are the key things to look out for, positive and also negative? You want two green greens and two reds. That's right. So a green is consistency. Okay. Right? Consistency over time, although not necessarily constant. Constant communication can be a trap. So there's your red light. If he's coming, um, if you haven't met yet and he's sending you the good morning, beautiful, good morning, sunshine. Text <laughs> before you met, yeah. It's, 
<laughs> this is often a sign that he wants to gather the dopamine hits of feeling like he's has something feeling like he has a bird in the basket or feeling like he has a relationship when there hasn't been real, uh, a real true blue connection made yet. Well, the girl hasn't done the qualifying, huh? <laughs> Well, this is extremely common. And I had said before that people don't want to walk through that fear. So they can keep you at an arm's length through your virtual relationship. This is a huge common thing that's going on constantly. And he's trying to communicate all the time. But when it comes down to making moves to further things along, um, he falls short. Interesting. So almost like actions speak louder than words essentially so that is my next green flag robert is um that he's able to put himself out there and take the lead so here's an example men of what we don't like seeing at the man funnel when the guy will text and he'll ask a question like hey so are we are we gonna hang out okay So he's sort of waiting for a little bit of reassurance. He's not confident enough to say like, hi, Jennifer, it was so lovely meeting you um, at that event. Uh, I would love to see if you could grab a drink tomorrow night. Okay. Can you feel the difference there, Robert? Yeah, it's, 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 well, it's A, it's a more confident style, but it's B, it's more assertive, more reassuring that you have a genuine interest there and you would like to catch up again i guess and i think if if the first the first example used was maybe a little bit flaky was maybe a bit like oh are we doing it are we not like are we just kind of what are we really doing here kind of vibe <laughs> he's testing the waters yeah. and then now what i'm seeing is the guy like that then the yeah. girl's like oh yeah sure i'd like to hang out he doesn't follow up and he's like oh good i just wanted to know that i could if i wanted to yeah okay so it's like it's, a, it's an ego thing essentially a, a pride it can be. Yeah. And there's a lot of that that goes on. They just want to know that they can. But again, there's there's a lot of fears of intimacy out there and they're not going to take those that the designated action steps, which which we want to look for in the green light. Is he willing to take a risk and ask you out in a, in a way like a gentleman or is he going to test the waters and ask you out in a low quality way? Interesting. Interesting. And and. We've done that. We've done that too, haven't we? Yeah. Or is there one more? Is there one more green flag? Those were my two greens. My red flag is if he's showing up um, and giving you praise that feels too soon, like he doesn't know you. Like he may say, "Oh my gosh, I've never seen a woman as beautiful as you, or as X Y Z as you." This is a red flag because it's a sign of possible love bombing before the relationship has legs. If he's offering so many compliments and praise and you're eating it up, oftentimes women eat it up. They're having such a hard time out there. And then a guy is coming and he's way over the top. This is absolutely a red flag. Interesting. And again, this is goes on every day. My community. Yeah, I feel like I see it a lot as well when I'm even on nights out or, you know, it's that, that it's definitely a certain type. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I can now you've said that I can see how that would be damaging and not a true reflection of someone's um, you know emotions and feelings in that given moment. But maybe 
for them it's it's seen as a short term thing rather than actually wanting something more long longer term and like I said a higher quality of man women eat it up certain women eat this up they don't see through it and it works so the men are continuing to do it and it's becoming more and more common but there's more reasons that people are love bombing not just that Mm. love never heard that term before love bombing it's a toxic approach to relationships where a person who um innately knows that he has probably some toxic qualities he will get you into the relationship very quickly and get your commitment before he shows his true colors. Interesting. And this works because once a woman is attached for all the reasons I've shared earlier, um, we start to overlook not only because our frontal lobe isn't functioning at highest capacity. So we start to, we don't see the things our reasoning is off, but we're also attached and we feel love for this person and we want to try to make it work. And that literally ties back into what you said at the start about if there was something that you try and tell your your clients nearly off, straight off the bat um, is overcommitting. You know, literally do not overcommit before you need to. Don't commit until you've seen how this person shows up over time, till he wants what you want. He wants that on a similar timeline. And of course, but this is often overlooked that he wants that with you. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Because one thing actually wanting it, I guess, as a man, but the other thing is actually wanting it with that particular person because they might, you know, yeah, it's, I can, I can, as it brings back to the, to our, um, our, to- our topic, minefield of dating, it really is because trying to navigate uncertain waters, shall we call it, is, is very, very tricky. And often people go wrong all the time, right? Well, she might say what he said. He talked about marriage in the future and I'm going to keep trying to do this. I'm going to keep trying to see him. I'm going to keep seeing him and maybe one day he'll change his mind about me and they just spend so much time. That's why I said if he he has to want this with you and be demonstrating the same. Yeah. You know, interesting. I read read a quote the the other day. It was about like going back to your ex is like reading the same book over and over again. You already know how the story ends. For the most part, I do believe that relationships can rekindle, right? But it has to be done for the same reasons. If you just, the ex calls and says he misses you or you bump into each other and you try to jump back in without intention, again, we're going back to that, then you'll have um, poor results. Yeah. No, that's a very, very well put. So on, on to our on to our final game. This is so every single week uh, on my on my social media, where we I do a I do something called bedroom dilemmas, and it's solving your bedroom dilemmas um, every single week. And by absolute no means am I any expert whatsoever. Um, I, I provide my my best advice. We say um, given <laughs> given given my own experiences and and, and my knowledge. Shall we say my my tender age. Um, but basically, I've got a list of I've got a list of dilemmas here, Megan, and I'm going to pick out two for you. And I would love if you could summarise uh, for viewers and those those who would be listening um, exactly what your recommendations would be for those individuals. All right, let's solve the yeah. bedroom problems. <laughs> okay, so always wanting the lights off, as self conscious about how I look. I can certainly empathize. I think anyone can empathize with this. Um, I am seeing a lot of women come to me and talk about their feelings about their, their bodies. And 
we're all human having a human experience in order to enjoy the bedroom and even to be loved at your highest level. You want to look at your life, your birth as, as a miracle. Everything is in, is um, just as it should be and practice loving your body all the time, um, realizing that you are a miracle and you are beautiful and your experience of love will be so much better if you start with loving yourself first. Wow. That was really, really, really powerful. And, and yeah, absolutely right. So second of all, um, is don't like going down on my girlfriend, but she won't give me blowjobs otherwise. I would say get a new girlfriend. You'd say get a new girlfriend. I mean, if you, it's this, is it this particular girlfriend that you don't like going down on or is it all women in general? Megan, I should also clarify, these aren't my bedroom dilemmas. These are. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's all they've written. I, I assume they mean just their, their current, their current girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel there's a connection between a man's desire for cunnilingus and how he's feeling about you. So that, hence my recommendation. I do you know what I actually really, really, really agree with you there. I think that when you have, when you have that 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 genuine attachment, connection, and positive vibes with someone, you are much more inclined to want to do it, and you are and 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 not even just wanting to do it, but you much you actually enjoy everything about it much more because you care for that person. You maybe have love for that person, and and it's it's I wouldn't. It's not necessarily a desire to impress, but it's it's a desire. And, and and love that you have for that person, which I think is 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 overlooked. And I think, sorry, I'm, I'm stealing your the recommendation. No, but, you're right. No, I, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's important yeah. coming from a man, but that's yeah. like um, that's my perception of that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I. Do you know what? We could not agree any any more on that, Megan. <laughs> There you have it. There New you have it. Time. <laughs> so unfortunately, time is up. But um, I want to say uh, a massive, massive thank you. Uh, first and foremost, for coming on. And second of all, for shedding a massive amount of light onto the dating world, particularly for females. And I think what you provided today is very invaluable knowledge and experiences that you've, you've, you've felt in your personal life as well for people to actually bring into, 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 into their life and like I said, get more insight exactly about qualifying men and understanding how the man funnel works, right? I want to leave you with this thought, everyone, is that there's no shame in getting some support on Mm. these sensitive matters of the heart. Just like you can become better at business or sports, there is so much more to learn about the dating process and how you can make your relationship better and your dating process so much more serene and have so much more confidence that has nothing to do with your physical appearance. There's just so much more. So I urge you to take those steps, get some support, read books, learn in this area and be proud of it. Wow. That was an awesome. I don't know if you planned that last message, but that was amazing. (laughs) That was very, very good. Megan, like I said, thanks again. And um, thank you for coming on relatively early morning NYC time, but I greatly appreciate it. And thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening, guys. Please rate and review the episode 
and then head over to my Instagram to follow Lipstick Stain Passport and then send me across your bedroom dilemmas. 